Create Art Podcast. Commentary. Improvise. Hello, friends. This is Timothy Kimo Bryan, your head instigator for Create Art Podcast, where I use my over 30 years of experience in the arts and education world to help you tame your inner critic and create more than you consume. In 2023, I, uh, Decided to uh, do this whole kickstart creativity thing. And that's due to my wife, actually, because uh, last year, right around this time uh, in 2022, during the holidays, she gave me this deck of cards. It was kickstart creativity. And I thought to myself, what, what the heck is this? You know, I'm, I run a podcast about, you know, kickstarting creativity, essentially. And uh, I started reading through the cards and I thought, man, this would make a lot of great episodes because there's 50 cards. I thought this would make a whole year's worth of episodes and you know, I can do a card a week. So that's what I've been doing here in 2023. And uh, we're, we're going to spill over into 2024 because uh, of the projects that I usually do uh, during the show, which is namely in April, I do a uh, poetry uh, for national poetry writing month. And then in November, which we just got done with is national novel writing month. So, you know, those two months are pretty much shot. Uh, so that's why it spills over into uh, the new year. And um, these cards are pretty amazing. Uh, there's three different cards. There's uh, inspiration, uh, perspective, and action cards. And we're finishing up the year with uh, the action cards. And you can mix and match them if you want to. But they've got a lot of great uh, things uh, in the card, they, they have one central idea and then it expands and gives you challenges and all that kind of good stuff. And uh, I, I've been finding uh, a lot out about myself uh, by going through these cards and just doing it one week at a time. You know, you don't have to do all 50 cards in a day. Just, you know, stretch it out, stretch it out a little bit. Uh, and that's one of the things I learned about National Novel Writing Month. Stretch it out. I'm still working on my novel. Um, but it's not going to be 50,000 words in 30 days. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. But this, uh, this week we're going to be talking about improvise. And, uh, I have a little something to say about improv, uh, because I've done it myself. Uh, when I was living in Chicago, I uh, attended a veteran art, uh, program. And, you know, basically arts therapy for us veterans because we're a little bit cuckoo sometimes. We're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And uh, one of the uh, people that came uh, was uh, Nelson uh, Velikez, uh from Salsation uh, Sketch Comedy Troupe. It's a, a Latino sketch comedy troupe in Chicago. And I'm still in contact with those guys out there. Um, Ramon, hey, what's up? Matthew, how you doing? Anyhow. Uh, had to do that for those guys. Improv, I learned a lot. And, um, and it, it's not just, you know, doing anything that comes off the top of your head. Um, it's, it's setting the, it's, it's working with a group of folks and trusting them enough that they got your back and, uh, knowing that they're not going to let you, you know, go out there and look like an idiot. Um, and it's not necessarily about forcing the funny. It's about dealing with what you got in front of you right then and there and not worrying about anything else. 
And one of the ways that, you know, you have each other's back is by the whole yes. And you don't put anybody, you don't box anybody in where they can't get out. You always want to leave them an out and you want to help them get out if they need to. So that's what I learned about improv, but let's dive deep into this card and, you know, the low, a little bit of the research that I've done and uh, let's go into it. Now, these cards going back to kickstart creativity, they've got different sections in them. So, you know, the, uh, the, the front of the card looks like this, you know, it's uh, yeah, kind of a seventies design. I like it. I think it's kind of cool, kind of cool. Uh, and, uh, on the front of it, it has, you know, the, uh, topic that you're going to be talking about or thinking about, and then it has what I'd like to call the kernel of knowledge. So it's about one sentence, maybe two that gives an overview of what you're going to be talking about or what you're going to be thinking about for that week. And it started off with, uh, saying, uh, practice the art of, uh, bricolage by assembling materials that may have been. Uh, cast off by others who came before you. I had to look up what bricolage was. I didn't know. I had no idea. And in the arts, bricolage is French, French for do-it-yourself DIY projects. Uh, it's the construction or creation of work from a diverse range of things that happen to be available or work constructed using mixed media. Wow. Okay. So... It's not just uh, doing collage. It's, you know, where you usually cut up a magazine and put it together in a, a fun way, which, you know, way up here I have done. Uh, I, I like art. What can I say? I like all kinds of art, you know, so that, that's what I do. But I, I was thinking about that. And I was like, Oh, bricolage. So using different things and, um, so as I'm planning these episodes ahead, uh, just this past week, I ran across something that was similar to that, where it was saying uh, that, uh, you know, take some of your uh, favorite artists' pieces of work and put it together. And it, it was in a few weeks, we'll be talking about remix. So it was talking about taking, you know, some of your favorite pieces of art uh, from your favorite artists and remixing it together for something that's uniquely you. I was like, wow. So I'm sure in, in the deck, uh, there's others that connect strongly with each other. So there we go. There we go. All right. So I'm going to do a little reading off of this card here. Yeah. Because what I'll do is it'll do the, what I call the kernel of knowledge, and then it'll go into the card, uh, into the idea itself. And this is where it's talking about bricolage a little bit deeper. And I do have links in the show notes if you want to learn more about this. Uh, but here it goes. Uh, in, in French, a bricolor is a tinkerer, someone who does odd jobs. Like an actor trained to improvise, a bricolor says yes and. That and is absolutely critical for the improvisational actor because it forces her to construct something fresh and unexpected. The master improviser seeks, uh, sees only opportunities, never cast-offs or mistakes. Now, if you're watching this via YouTube, and uh, yes, I came back onto YouTube um, because I promised you all I would because I was trying it out for 
those of you that um, are, this is just your first time, and if you're just listening to it, I do have a YouTube channel. It will be in the show notes. And uh, so that way you can see my beautiful face here on, well, I'm recording this on a Sunday morning. So I love jazz music. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I just saw a meme right before I got on here today of uh, aging punk rockers, sudden interest in jazz. And I'm like, no, I've had an interest in jazz even when I was a punk rocker. Uh, but I've always liked jazz because of its uh, improvisational uh, aspect to it. You never know what you're going to get. And especially if you see live jazz, you're not, you're going to get some mistakes in there, um, which is okay. You know, we're human beings. We make mistakes, but the, uh, they'll, they'll take a, a well-known song, at least the artists that I, I've listened to. Um, you know, some of them will take a well-known song and, um, just kind of put their own spin to it. You know, they, they're, they're adding on to it. Uh, they're taking it in different directions. Uh, my, my favorite is uh, my favorite things. Uh, John Coltrane, you know, it was based off of my favorite things, which is, uh, uh, Gershwin, I believe, uh, tune. And, uh, I, I remember hearing a version of it with him and Eric Dolphy that went on for like 50 minutes, 45 minutes. And it took the original song to places that would have never been taken to and beautiful places, scary places, uh, intense places. Um, just recently I got into, uh, Robert Glasper and he did, um, smells like teen spirit. And he took that places that I was just like, whoa. And he focused and his vocalist focused on certain things in there that I was just like, I missed that. That was in there. That's what, that's what you got out of it. That's amazing. So when we improvise like that, when we not just throw stuff together to throw stuff together, you know, not just to throw stuff on the wall and see if it sticks. Although that is part of improvising, you know, we're not going to worry about the mistakes. We're just going to throw it up there and see what happens and see what beautiful things we can create. And part of that is when you're working with collaborators to being, to trusting them that they have your back. Um, you know, that's the whole yes and thing that they have your back and that it's going to be okay. And they're going to help you through it. So we have uh, challenges uh, in, in these cards. I want to back up just for a second. I want to go, because I, I like definitions. I like us to know what we're talking about. So uh, according to Cambridge Dictionary, uh, improvise to invent or make something such as a speech or a device at the time when it is needed without already being planned. That, wow. Okay. I like it. Uh, Cambridge, good for you guys. Cambridge Dictionary, not your dad's dictionary. Um, links will be in the show notes. Don't worry. But to invent or make something, you know, such as a speech or a device or maybe some music at a time when it is needed without already having planned it, that's powerful. You know, at the time when it's needed. And trust me, in this world that we're living in right now, we need a lot of uh, improv. We need a lot of jazz, a lot. 
it's very needed uh, in our society right now. All right, enough of my uh, soapboxing right there. All right, so let's uh, go to the challenges that these cards have. That's why that's another reason why I like them. It challenges you to do something. It's not just, hey, here's the idea. It goes, here's the idea. Now, here's something you can do with it. So the first challenge is look around with fresh eyes, collect materials that you happen to have on hand or wander the aisles of a rummage store, create something new. That's something that all of us can do. That is something that every one of us can go ahead and do right now. We don't even have to go to Michael's or, or Blix or whatever art, art store uh, you have nearby. You can go to a rummage store like a Goodwill or a, or a Salvation Army or something like that. Grab a few things. Go go to um go to the hardware store. I'd I'd even challenge you to go to the hardware store and put some put some stuff together and create something new out of that. Why not? See what kind of joy you can get out of the discovery of uh what you make. You know, and, and you didn't have that on hand. You didn't think about it before, but for me it's kind of like tapping into the uh uh unconscious uh, mind, the collective unconscious that I think we all have that we're all linked into. So, you know, just kind of tap into that and and see if you can't uh, create something really cool. You never know. Uh, devote a communal maker space or personal space to the art of bricolage. So, you know, in, in your studio uh, or, you know, hey, if it's in your garage and you call that your studio, fantastic. Me, it's my man cave here. I've got a big old table uh, that I can go ahead and create stuff on. There you go. Devote a place where you can make that stuff. Now, the last challenge is uh, reopen some old computer files or browse some of your favorite websites and see uh, what opportunities for digitally inspired bricolage arise. Um, there used to be a, uh, a website out there and you would, you would go there and you just hit, hit the random button and it would bring up random things. Now you could kind of, uh, say, Hey, listen, I want, you know, to get stuff from websites that are like this or like that, or, you know, I'm interested in this type of stuff. So give me random stuff with it. I forget what the website's called. I know it's defunct right now. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I would go there and just, you know, look at stuff and go, wow, okay, cool. That's out there. Let me, you know, uh, let me go and uh, check this stuff out. Um, when we think about it, uh, Google, when it first started, uh, was kind of like the wild, wild west. Wild, wild west. Sorry, I'm thinking about an uh, old hip-hop song. Anyhow. If you know what that song is, write in. <laughs> um, but when Google started up, uh, you know, you type something in there and, you know, you would get kind of what you wanted and, and you get a bunch of other stuff. Um, when they had Ask Jeeves was a competitor with it. And Ask Jeeves was a lot more precise in what you would get. But I would always Google because it was a lot more fun. Because I would get stuff that was a little bit out there that was, you know, had one of the keywords that I was looking for. But the other stuff in it was just like, whoa, that's what you thought I was looking after? Okay, cool. Let's give it a shot. 
So, you know, you can do that with your old computer files. See what you have there. I'm sure you've got a ton of stuff. I know I do. I've got a ton of garbage there that, um, you know, I could redo and remix and there you go. And Bob's your uncle. There you go. There you go, Kyle. Bob's your uncle. <coughs> Pardon me. But uh, anyhow, these are just some ideas uh, that you can do right now to help you tame that inner critic and create more than you consume, which is what we talk about week in and week out. So give that a shot for yourself. Some points I, to consider that I always like to uh, add in here. Um, when we, when we improvise, when we do that, we're breaking free from perfection. You know, one of the greatest gifts of uh, improv is the liber liberation from perfectionism. You know, it, it, we make a lot of mistakes. You just heard me make one and I'm not going to correct it uh, with my, with my speech, but it, it doesn't have to be perfect. I think, you know, in this world of that we have AI and it's getting better and better and better and it's imitating us better and better and better. Um, you know, it, it, people are thinking, well, it's got to be perfect. No, it doesn't have to be perfect. It can have mistakes. It can have warts and all. For those of you that are looking at me on YouTube, warts and all, the uh, the room is not cleaned up perfectly. I don't care. You know, the, uh, the artwork that I have up on the wall that I did, it's not perfect. That's okay. I did something. That's the important thing. That's our first step. Go do something. The perfection... If you want it, will come later on with practice, which leads me to my next point, incorporating improvisation in your practice. Um, you know, we know that, you know, and hopefully by the end of this, you think, hey, you know, improv is important. So you can um, do improv in, in your sketching or your painting. You know, you just start off with a blank canvas and just go with it. And go with whatever you're feeling at the time and, uh, and, and see what turns out of it. You know, you, you can critique it later on down the road, but just getting it on the page, getting it on the stage, you know, that's, that's something that we used to uh, do back in my theater days, get it on the page, get it on the stage. Just do that and see what you can go ahead and do. Uh, music, obviously, you know, you have jazz, but you have other things that are out there that you can utilize You know, other genres, uh, you know, uh, electronic music, you know, you can go wild with that kind of stuff. I did the, um, the vocalist, uh, on Robert Glasper's, uh, smells like teen spirit was using a synthesizer to you know, warp his voice in different ways. And that was, Robert Glasper's piano playing was really good and, and and the drummer on there was fantastic. But when the vocalist was, you know, messing around with his vocals, that was what drew me in. I was like, Oh, we got something cool here. And when we improvise my last point to consider here, we're going to be overcoming our fear and resistance. We know that somebody has our back. If we're working with a group of people, somebody has our back. If you're working solo, which is what I do a lot of times, you have your own back. So make sure that you have your back. Make sure that that, that inner critic 
that can stop a lot of things doesn't stop. It can do and say whatever the heck it wants to say later on when you're done. But, you know, we don't let that inner critic get in too early. Let that inner critic in on, on occasion when it's time. But when you're first starting out, it's not time. It's it's not time for it to uh, to uh, to do that. Uh, for the longest time, when I was writing my poetry, I was like, okay, I got to do it this way. Four line stanzas, four stanzas long. And then I started branching out and doing other kinds of things. And if my inner critic got a hold of me and really, uh, you know, kicked me in the butt and said, no, 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 no. Four line stanzas, four stanzas long. I wouldn't have wrote and written half of the stuff because I thought it was too hard. So just some ideas for you to think about in your practice. All right. So we've come to that time in the show where I let you know how to get a hold of me. And I, I know I said earlier, hey, right into me. Well, you can. Timothy at createartpodcast.com. That's my email address. I definitely want to hear from you. I want to know what's going on in your neck of the woods. And, you know, maybe we can feature it on the show. I do know that I have, I, I just did the first half of a interview. I, I'm talking to you from, uh, I'm talking to you from the future here. No, I'm not I'm talking to you from the past. Uh, it's December of 2023. So I just got halfway done with an interview that I'll be uh, continuing on with the local artists here in Fredericksburg. And then I've got a couple more interviews that are coming up, uh, one more uh, this week and then another one possibly next week. So if you want to be on the show, there is plenty of opportunity to be on the show. Uh, you can email me. You can uh, check out my YouTube channel here. Uh, if you're already on YouTube, hey, you're already here with me. Uh, if you're just listening to this uh, via, uh, you know, just audio, uh, just regular podcast apps, uh, you can uh, click on my uh, YouTube link here in the show notes. And I'm also on Instagram, uh, Create Art Podcast, and uh, Twitter, otherwise known as X at Create Art Pod. Now, I give you all this for one for one reason. I want to know if you found value in this podcast. If you have, fantastic, great. Let me know. Uh, if this isn't a five-star podcast for you, I want to know that too. Okay. I'm not going to sit here and beg you for reviews and ratings and all that stuff. They're important. They're great. They're social proof that, Hey, somebody's actually listening to me. But, um, I want to know from you what's going to make this a five star podcast. Is the music too long? Uh, should I not be doing YouTube? Should I do more YouTube? Am I talking too much? Are you wanting to see projects? What for you is going to make this a five-star podcast. I want to know because I want this to be the source that you go to, to say, Hey, I need a little pick me up or I need an idea for a project or I'm working on a project and my inner critic is really, you know, uh, is really giving me a hard way to go. I want to know how this can be helpful to you. And if it has been helpful to you, hey, why, not, why aren't you sharing it with a friend? Go share it with a friend right now. It's easy. YouTube, you know how to share that. There's a share button there. For most of your podcast apps, there's a share button. The, you know, the best thing, go to the website, 
createartpodcast.com. There, you, there you'll find all the episodes. You'll find uh, my blog there, which I need to really work on. And you'll also, you know, find where you can sign up for my newsletter. I have a monthly newsletter. It's called Create Art Podcast Newsletter. I know. It's so simple. It's so simple. A 50-year-old can figure it out like me. Uh, so go ahead and uh, check that out for yourself. Now, speaking about sharing uh, podcasts, I have another one called Find a Podcast About, and that's where I help you find your next binge-worthy podcast. My goal for that podcast is to have you turn off the podcast and go listen to the podcast that I'm reviewing. You can find that one at findapodcastabout.xyz. Don't worry. The link is in the show notes. I try to make it easy for you. All right. Well, I want to thank you for your time, first and foremost. Uh, I want you to get on with your day. Whatever day you're listening to uh, this to, I want you to get on with the rest of your day. I want you to tame that inner critic. It's important that we have it, but tame it. Make it work for you. I want you to create more than you consume because there's a lot of avenues, a lot of channels to consume a ton of stuff. Why not make that your channel? Because I believe in you. Okay. I do. How do I, why do I believe in you? I believe in me and I believe in you as well. Now go out there and make some art for somebody you love yourself. I'll talk to you next time.